Blog Talk Radio. Tonight on Dr. Anonymous Show 139, yes, this is my third show of 2010 or 2010 or MMX or whatever, I don't know. How many shows have you done? (laughs) Hey, I'll be talking about some health and medicine news stories, some uh, not-so-serious news stories, and possibly some dramatic readings of my favorite blog posts of the week, all that and a lot more. On the Dr. Anonymous Show, starting right now. Bringing you the best that medicine and social media has to offer. This is the Dr. Anonymous Show live on Blog Talk Radio on a Saturday night. I'm, of course, your favorite physician host. My name is Mike, but my friends, like all of you, call me Dr. A. You can always find me at dranonymous.com. Dot com, it brings you to the website. You can also go to DrAnonymous.net, which brings you to my Facebook fan page. Shout out to all 153 Facebook fans out there of the show. Really appreciate that. You can also go to DrAnonymous.org. That brings you to my iTunes page where you can subscribe to this show, listen to the show anytime. You can also listen to the show in real time. On your iPhone or BlackBerry, I know you're out there, Uh, so thank you for listening to the show. You can just direct your mobile browser to blogtalkradio.com slash Dr. Anonymous, and you can listen to the show on your iPhone or BlackBerry in real time. So we have some uh, topics here uh, this evening, and it's going to be talking about some health and medicine stories from the week. And also some some not so serious news stories here, and uh, yeah, I've been I've been out there again, trying to get back out there in the blogosphere, and uh, I'll be uh, talking about that uh, in a little bit. But first, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for featuring the show again here this evening. Welcome to those of you who are new to the show. Uh, and if you're uh, wondering, yes, I am a, a real physician. I'm a family physician here in full-time private practice, meaning I see patients five days a week in the hospital and in my office here in beautiful northeastern Ohio. I am also a social media hobbyist and enthusiast since 2005. And if you're listening live, you can uh, See my shining face on the webcam here this evening. If uh, you're new to the show, you can uh, just go to the top of the chat room box, click on the webcam icon next to my name there, and you can actually 
see me doing the show live right in front of your eyes. And for those of you who are new to the show, uh, yes, there is a little bit of a lag between the audio feed and the video feed. So they're not completely synced up, but you'll be able to at least see me doing the show. I want to give a shout-out to people over in the chat room there. We have Dana. We have friggin' Ben with a Q. We have a guest. We have Jamin. We have Kimmy. We have PK. And we have Pierre. 18 shouting out there on the on Twitter there so uh, thank you uh, for doing that and the burl just popped into the chat room welcome and uh, do want to invite the guests to register here at blog talk radio and you can uh, type in the chat room and make fun of me as the rest of these people will do during this show here this evening so I know it's less than five minutes in but yes I am tired I need to take a little bit of a break <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking about some health and medicine stories right after this break. Here, listening to the Doctor Anonymous show, a proud member of the Better Health Network. You can get there at getbetterhealth.com, and also a proud member of the ProMed Network of podcasts. You can go there at promednetwork.com, and we'll be right back. Wise men say Only fools rush in But I can't help Falling in love with you Dr. Anonymous show live on Block Talk Radio. Yes, playing some Elvis here this evening. We'll be talking about that in a little bit, and we'll be uh, I'll be mentioning a little bit my trip to Graceland three years ago in uh, 2007. <laughs> uh, but first, we'll be uh, just mentioning some uh, news stories here from the week. This is the Dr. Anonymous News for Health and Medicine this week.
So our uh, first story here is from Wednesday, January 6th. This is from uh, Health Day News. Uh, you know, it's been it's been cold. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, uh, it's been uh, it's been cold. The, the title of this story is uh, "Bitter Cold Poses Health Dangers." It's always good to re- review this uh, every so often. Uh, the story goes like this: Frigid temperatures can pose health risks, especially for young children, seniors, and people with chronic illnesses. Warns the uh, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. The agency said people need to take steps to protect themselves from cold-related injuries and check to make sure that their family, friends, and neighbors are safe and warm during wintry weather periods. Uh, frostbite and hypothermia are two of the most common uh, cold-weather-related dangers. Frostbite causes skin to initially appear red and feel painful. Left untreated, skin will turn white or grayish and feel firm, waxy, or numb. Hypothermia symptoms include shivering, exhaustion, confusion, fumbling hands, memory problems, drowsiness, and slurred speech. People with symptoms of frostbite or hypothermia should seek immediate medical attention. Uh, when the temperature plummets, stay inside in homes and buildings that are properly heated. If your home isn't heated, you should find other ways to keep warm. Wear uh, winter clothing indoors, uh, including layering. Uh, seek shelter in heated public locations. Uh, and uh, actually, it's, it's 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 been tragic here. Uh, a couple of uh, it's been a couple of deaths here, especially uh, over uh, Christmas time, of uh, people, uh, homeless people. Uh, who were found outside uh, frozen, uh, frozen to death. It was it was pretty sad. Uh, so um, so we had some news stories here locally of uh, of frostbite um, and hypothermia. Uh, so uh, especially uh, if you're out there, uh, especially you know if you see anybody out there, especially people in the medical field, you know, see people out there. I mean, it's it doesn't need to be that cold on the temperature scale, but sometimes the wind uh, does make things very much colder and it doesn't take that much uh, to cause uh, frostbite or hypothermia type symptoms. Um, our next story here is uh, from uh, Brooklyn, New York. And uh, this is kind of sad too, um, but I did want to cover this. This is uh, something that's important. Uh, this is from uh, WPIX dot com from January 8th. Uh, the title is a settlement cause calls for a watch on Brooklyn Hospital following patient's death. A uh, Brooklyn hospital patient died while waiting for treatment will undergo improvements after reaching an agreement allowing a federal judge to keep a close eye on conditions at the hospital. According to reports, a lawsuit was filed in May 2007 by the uh, Mental Hygiene Legal Service, the New York ACLU, uh, and a law firm on behalf of uh, mentally ill patients who received psychiatric services at Kings County Hospital. The lawsuit claims a psychiatric uh, inpatient units were overcrowded and dangerously uh, unsanitary. In addition, it alleges patients were ignored and abused on several occasions. Uh, uh, The suit gained momentum in 2008 
uh, when someone collapsed in the hospital's waiting room. Shocking surveillance tape showed uh, uh, the patient fall onto the floor inside the hospital psychiatric ward. An hour later, an hour later, uh, a nurse came to check her pulse and found she already died. So, uh, uh, and I'm I'm reading a lot of these types of stories here across the country. You know, it's uh, overcrowding and. Uh, um, you know, uh, it's it's sad, and there's there's even a video on this site here uh, about a, the, the person uh, just uh, on the floor, face down, with other people around, not doing anything. So uh, that is it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. It's a reality, and uh, that's uh, I hate to bring that type of stuff to the show, but that is uh, that is some what's going on out there, and uh, you know, people really need to uh, keep track of that. Um, so we'll move on. We will move on. This next story here uh, uh, has to do with those uh, airport scanners. You may have heard of those airport scanners out there. Uh, people are, uh, you know, with with, with all these uh, terrorism uh, uh, situations, uh, you know, threatened bombings and things. There's more security going on here and I'm trying to get this uh, story up here on my uh, on my board here and uh, it is taking a while to uh, come up here it is this is from uh, webmd.com this is from January 8th the title is uh, new airport scanners radiation risk tiny air travelers going through whole body scanners don't need to worry about radiation from the devices according to the American College of Radiology uh, two kinds of devices are being employed, millimeter wave technology using low-level radio waves. Two in, uh, radio antennas rotate around the body at high speeds and generate a 3D image. On a remote monitor, the image looks like a fuzzy photo negative. Have you seen some of the stuff on TV? <laughs> the second one is backscanner technology. Uh, uses extremely weak X-rays used to create a two-sided image. Uh, it looks like a chalk drawing. The radiology group says a traveler would have to undergo more than a 1,000 scans a year equal to one standard chest X-ray. Uh, the uh, TSA, our friends at the TSA, say that millimeter wave technology exposes a passenger to 1,000 times less radiation energy than a cell phone. The TSA says the backscanner X-ray gives a person as much radiation as he or she would like to get from two minutes from flying in an airplane at 30,000 feet. So if you're going to be going through these, you know, just make sure you wear pants. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, this is your uh, swine flu update. This is from the Associated Press from January 8th. CDC, swine flu now widespread in only one state. It's from Atlanta. Swine flu infections continue to drop in only one state, Alabama. Alabama was reported widespread cases last week. Four states had widespread cases the previous week. The number had been dropping since late October when nearly all states had widespread flu reports. The CDC also reported Friday there were no signs of seasonal flu right now, only the swine variety. But CDC officials noted that there's still some more flu around than normally seen at this time of year, and illnesses can increase as the kids return to school after holiday break. 
And uh, there's even to a point now where there are flu vaccines being returned by the truckload. This is from TimesUnion.com from Albany, New York, from January 8th. Just months after the state launched an all-out effort to vaccinate people against H1N1 virus amid fears of shortage of shots, county health departments and doctors are awash in unused doses, with some sending them back to the state for cold storage. We sent out two trucks, said State Health uh, Department spokeswoman uh, Claire Pompeo. I said that wrong, sorry. Who explained the vehicles were uh, bringing unused vaccine back this week to the uh, health department's refrigerated facility in Albany. Among the returned items are 7,000 doses of the flu mist inhaled uh, vaccine from Nassau County. Uh, so yeah, so hey, you know, if, if you need, if you, you still need your H1N1 vaccination, which I am recommending, just head up to Albany and just uh, ask him to uh, give you a shot up there. Hey, good news for those people with mobile phones. <clears throat> Are you like me? Do you have the mobile phone? Do you have the inferior BlackBerry or do you have the iPhone? <laughs> little blackberry joke there hey this is from bbc news from 7 january because they say the date backwards there the title is mobile phone radiation protects against alzheimer's you may have heard about this story this week after all the concern over possible damage to health from mobile phones uh, scientists have found a potential benefit from radiation their work has been carried out on mice but they suggest uh, uh, mobile phones may protect against alzheimer's disease Florida scientists found that phone radiation actually protects the uh, memories of mice programmed to get Alzheimer's disease. My question there is, how do the mice use the mobile phone? You know, that's just, I know there were some new phones introduced this week. That's just my question. They are now testing more frequencies to see if they can get better results. This study from the Florida Alzheimer's Disease Research Center is published in the journal of Alzheimer's disease. Uh, this story, this next story is going to gross you out. I'm not going to lie to you. So if, if, if you have a weak stomach, uh, you know, just come back in about three minutes because, uh, you know, this is going to be, uh, you're not going to like this. This is from ABC News from January 8th. Here's the title. Get ready, kids. Soda fountains squirt fecal bacteria study finds. I'm not kidding you. Those soda fountain machines found in restaurants and fast food joints may be squirting out liquids contaminated with fecal bacteria, a small study found. Whether it was self-serve or behind the counter, nearly half of all sodas dispensed from a sample of 30 machines in the Roanoke Valley in Virginia had coliform bacteria, a group of bacteria banned in drinking water by the Environmental Protection Agency, EPA, because it indicated the possibility of fecal contamination. The EPA regulates our drinking supply, and there should be some bacteria, but one of the things that is not allowed is coliform bacteria. Renee D. Goddard, professor of biology at Holland University and a co-author of the paper published by the January print issue of the International Journal of food microbiology 
quote, we can't have that in our drinking supply because they're coming out of these soda fountains, unquote, she said. The soda machines had turned into a bacteria metropolis with E. coli species of Klebsiella, Staphylococcus, Canada, Serratia. Those of you who don't know, those are names of bacteria. Uh, most of the bacteria are resistant to 11 antibiotics. The study stated about 70% of beverages had bacteria and 48% of them had coliform bacteria, the study said. However, only 20% of the soda sampled had coliform bacteria that exceeded EPA limit for drinking water. Hey, that's good. Let me read that again. However, only 20% of the soda sampled had coliform bacteria that exceeded EPA limit for drinking water. Well, I feel good about that. <laughs> so next time you get the, you go to you know your favorite uh, favorite place there and get the, get some uh, get some pop or soda or whatever whatever you call it, uh, just be careful out there. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think I have one more story in this segment here. From the New York Daily News, Saturday, January 9th, here's the title. Baby boomers confess they still love to get high pop pills, survey says. <laughs> Millions of baby boomers still get high. Some 5% of Americans over the age of 50 admit to abusing drugs, according to a new government study. It's our taxpayers' Funds at work. Marijuana is a drug of choice, but many boomers can't stop popping prescription meds, forcing more and more of them into rehab. This new data has profound implications for the health and well-being of older adults who continue to abuse substances, said Pamela Hyde, head of uh, Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, the federal agency that conducted the study. The problem is that uh, some baby boomers never stopped using drugs as they matured into adulthood, the study says. And pill popping was uh, an easy habit for the Woodstock generation to pick up. Researchers believe the number of people born between 1946 and 1964 who seek drug abuse treatment will double by 2020, or uh, as other people say, 2020. Uh, straining an unprepared system. We need much better support for services under the older, uh, wait a minute, we need uh, much better support for the number of older adults who are going to have substance abuse problems. Dr. Gary Kennedy, Director of Geriatric Psychiatry at um, Montefiore Medical Center. So there you go, kids. You know, hey, you know, uh, what are you going to say? These baby boomers, you know, they're crazy. They're nuts. Uh, even on this, uh, even on this uh, article, there's a picture. <laughs> the caption is, some 5% of Americans over 50 admit to that marijuana, among other drugs, is still their favorite. <laughs> uh, so that uh, ends that segment there uh, so I do want to give a shout out here to uh, the Gen Med Show you can go to genmedshow.com they were on the show here a few weeks ago they had their first episode released I believe it was today check that out it's uh, genmedshow.com 
And uh, I think I will take my next break here, and uh, we will cover some, you know, not so serious stories, or you know, some less medicine and health-related stories. We'll be talking about Elvis. We'll be talking about Graceland right after this break. Uh, so you're listening to Doctor Anonymous show here on Block Talk Radio on a Saturday night. Thank you for joining us. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to everybody in my chat room here. We have A.P. Jones. We have Dana Lou. We have friggin' Ben with the Q. We have a few guests. And guests, if you register, I'll give you a shout-out, too. We've got Java Joel. We've got the J-Man. we got Jesse Wilder, Kimmy, the Auto Box. we got Peggy K. We have Pier 18. T-Rave. Shout-out to T-Rave. You are the man. we got The Burl. And we have Boss Cash 77 be having more fun here on the Dr. Anonymous show right after this. Don't go anywhere. Right, like I said, it's gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living, the devil may care And I'm just a devil with love to spare So Viva Las Vegas Viva Las Vegas How I wish that there were more than 24 hours in the day Even if there were 40 more I wouldn't sleep a minute away Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel A fortune won and lost on every deal All you need is strong heart and a new steel Viva Las Vegas Viva Las Vegas Viva Las Vegas with your neon flashing And your one-armed bandits crashing Almost hope down the drain Viva Las Vegas turning day into nighttime, turning night into daytime. If you see it once, you'll never be the same again. I'm gonna keep on the run, I'm gonna have me some fun. If it cost me my very last dime, if I wind up broke, well, I'll always remember that I had a swing in time. I'm gonna give it everything I've got Lady love, please let the dice stay hot Let me shoot a seven with every shot Viva Las Vegas Viva Las Vegas Viva Las Vegas Viva Dr. Anonymous show live on Blog Talk Radio on a Saturday night. This, of course, this is just your kickoff show. This is your warm-up show here on the network. At the top of the hour, I want to invite you to check out the Andy and Burrow live show here on Blog Talk Radio. So, uh, and also following that, if you've had have not had have not had enough here on Blog Talk Radio. That's right. At midnight Eastern time, will be the Auto Box Show, and uh, so check that out. I also want to give some shout-outs there. And uh, the Llama Eighty Show is uh, coming up tomorrow night, Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. And sometimes I call in there and just talk about whatever. That's a good time. 
so uh so yeah yeah so i think uh i think i'll carry on here with uh, some more uh some more very important well no no kind of really i don't know <laughs> Uh, some news stories here. This is continuing. Oh, man, my switchboard here. The Dr. Anonymous News. So yeah, I've been I've been playing some Elvis here tonight. I believe yesterday, I believe yesterday was uh, Elvis Presley's birthday. There was some uh, ceremony taking place here down there at uh, Graceland. We have a story here from our friends uh, at the Associated Press talking about the event. Hey, boy! Yeah. There were lookalikes. People at home in Sweden say Swedish Elvis. <laughs> Long distance travelers. Uh, Geneva, Switzerland. I'm from Wales, United Kingdom. We're from Scotland. This is, this is Elvis Fun Club, Paris. I'm from Denver, Colorado. I'm from 50 miles from Pittsburgh. And of course, the family. It's actually very difficult for me to even fathom that it's been 75 years um, for him. It's. Uh, it's certainly bittersweet. Bittersweet and bitter cold. Thanks for waiting. Thanks for staying. It's freezing. <laughs> Thank you so very much for coming out on this this cold winter day. I don't think I've ever been here when it's been this cold. And to see all of you here to celebrate really touches all of our hearts. It's been more than 32 years since Elvis Presley died. But not even freezing temperatures could stop his loyal fans from celebrating his 75th birthday here at Graceland. It's, it means everything to be here. It's, um, you count the days down until you can get on that plane. It does mean everything. Everything. Fantastic. We've got to celebrate Elvis's birthday. We're here just to say thanks to Elvis. He's done such a lot for so many people. So we've come all the way from Scotland just to say thanks. And happy birthday to Elvis. Elvis's grandkids cut the birthday cake, and it was later shared with the crowd. Priscilla Presley says Elvis's birthday should be a celebration. It's our way of giving back to him. I mean, he gave us so many years of enjoyment, you know, with his entertaining, with his movies, with his touring. And um, I think this is just a great way of celebrating his birth and, and you know, thanks for being here in this world and, and sharing himself. <laughs> Caitlin King, The Associated Press, Memphis. So, yeah, so uh, I don't think I've ever talked about this on the air before, but uh, but my family lived in in Memphis, uh, and I don't remember that much about it. I think I was like three or four years old, uh, but there are pictures which will never see the light of day. They will stay at my parents' house and not show up anywhere like on Facebook or anything like that. <laughs> Uh, but I got an opportunity to go to Graceland three years ago. Uh, actually, three years ago uh, this month, I was uh, there for a, a medical meeting. Uh, and uh, I always wanted to go to Graceland. And uh, maybe I'll put those pictures up on, on, on Facebook there. Uh, 
but yeah, that was fun. That was that was a good time. It was it was, was kind of cold that day, but uh, got to go and tour around the house. Got to see the uh, the jungle room. Got to see all the uh, all the all the different uh, <laughs> type of motifs of the room. Got to see the airplane. <laughs> Uh, it was a, it was a fascinating uh, fascinating experience. Uh, I think they even took one of the one of the rooms there. It used to be uh, where he played uh, racquetball. It was a big racquetball room, um, and they, they put all of his uh, uh, gold records and uh, awards uh, in that room. And it was just nice to go and hang out and. Uh, Got got a bunch of pictures there. None of me are in them because it was just me going. So, but uh, it was a uh, it was pictures of of Graceland there, and uh, you know I can I can cross that off. <laughs> I've uh, I've always wanted to go there. I've uh, talked to a lot of people who went, and uh, it was fun. It was a good time. You know, it's just just one of the things uh, one of the things I've ever wanted to do. So uh, I know that some people are like, really? Are you kidding? Really? <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so that's my that's, that's my little uh that's my little uh, uh Graceland story. <laughs> uh but something that happened this week here on again talking about Facebook. Uh so so uh this story is from uh, mashable uh dot com. I got uh, caught up in this whole color thing. Uh I think it was one or two nights ago. Did 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 you get caught up in this? <laughs> Here's the story from Mashable. It says uh, sharing your bra collar is uh, the uh, 25 new things on Facebook. Facebook is quite the colorful place. An odd meme bra collar status updates has made its way around the network, but no one really knows how or why the what is your color bra meme took off. In case you haven't seen it yet, women and some men, they put in parentheses there, I didn't... I'm just reading it. <laughs> Posted single word updates with the color of their bra, hence the barrage of uh, quote uh, of colors, black, red, nothing updates from your female friends. But who's actually behind the bra color campaign and what they're trying to accomplish remains a mystery. Speculation, however, is running rampant. A Detroit blog suggests that the color update craze was started by a woman in Detroit. Uh, who is trying to raise awareness around breast cancer, although October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Another blog backs up the notion that uh, includes the following Facebook message, quote, some fun is going on. Just write the color of the bra and your status, just the color, nothing else. It will be neat to see if this uh, spread the wings of breast cancer awareness. It will be fun to see how long it takes before people wonder why all the girls have a color on their status. We have yet to bring up the uh, dig up the source of the trend. So if you have any information on how this got started, uh, send it to Matchable. Don't send it to me. <laughs> but it took me a few hours to figure that out. <laughs> but that was fun the other night, uh, trying to figure out what the deal was with all of the colors. But something I've been uh, watching this weekend. Uh, for all you geeks out there, and I know you can, there's geeks out there that listen to this show. Shout out to the geeks. <laughs> the uh, Consumer Electronics Show is taking place in Las Vegas, Nevada. It is the Super Bowl of geeks, the Super Bowl of gadgets. And I have a couple of stories to share here from uh, our friends at the Associated Press. Here's the first one about 
the big story out there uh, this weekend is a 3D television. You won't be able to walk the floor of the 2010 Consumer Electronics Show without seeing a lot of these 3D glasses. Well, I think Hollywood's leading the way, finally. There's a, a lot of content now. Hollywood's produced, and of course, Avatar is a big hit this uh, Christmas season. So, uh, just the amount of content, the awareness, and now technology providers are uh, lining up behind it, including Mitsubishi. So, I think uh, the timing is right. 3D technology is here, but how will companies get 3D content into homes? On the floor, you'll see different ways to bring 3D. So, you'll see 3D from a Blu-ray player, from a, pl from a DVD player running on PC. Streaming, video on demand, you'll see it on high-end home theater with a projector, and also you'll see gaming with the Avatar uh, game that's going to be showcased on the floor. I need my 3D glasses for this next introduction. After developing 3D technology for years, companies like LG announced they'll finally begin mass production of 3D-ready televisions in 2010. We'll also be announcing at a later date a Blu-ray player that will incorporate the newly adopted standard for 3D so we can complete the package. So as more and more content providers like ESPN did yesterday announce 3D content becoming available by broadcast and other means, LG will be leading the way in letting our, our consumers enjoy that technology as well. In addition to ESPN, which will start broadcasting in 3D at the World Cup in June, Discovery, Sony, and IMAX have also announced plans to form a new 3D cable network, scheduled to launch in 2012. Of course, you'll still need to wear those glasses. Haven Daily, the Associated Press, Las Vegas. So people are going to be shocked. They're going to be shocked when I say this next statement here. <laughs> I do not own a, a HD TV. I know I'm shocking some people because, you know, I pride myself to be the, a gadget and a geek type person. But no, I don't have any kind of HDTV in my, in my place here at Dr. Anonymous World Headquarters. I don't have it. And now I'm seeing these 3D TVs. I'm going to say this right now. I'm not a fan of 3D TV. You know, I I'm, 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 mean, you know, going even, going even to see Avatar or wear the glasses. I mean, come on. I'm not going to wear glasses watching TV. Now, if I'm a gamer, which I'm not, but if I'm a gamer... Uh, I wouldn't mind watching TV because you're, you're wearing all this stuff anyway. You're wearing a microphone and trash talking people and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but me watching a you know 3D TV with glasses, I am not really seeing uh, seeing that. No, no. And it's already been uh, pointed out in my chat room here that uh, the Adult Entertainment Expo is going on right now as well. I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> at all, uh, but I hear that's purposely during this week as well. Uh, you can make your own joke there. The other big story here uh, from the CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, are these electronic readers, these e-readers. These things are really taken off, at least set the show. Here's a story from the Associated There's a whole section of gadgets at this year's Consumer Electronics Show dedicated to filling the gap between your smartphone and your laptop. The small affordable netbooks are perfect when you don't need the full power of a PC. Lenovo unveiled a hybrid version that detaches and turns into a tablet. This continues to be a PC in the background. What I can then do here is I have a full functioning uh, interface. It's a tablet, multi-touch, uh, 
to allow me to access my music, my videos, play full high-definition video content if I want, browse the web completely seamlessly. E-readers are all the rage this year. Barnes & Noble showed off its new Nook, which adds color to the experience. You can carry 1,500 books with you on a device like this, which fits in your pocket, and I find myself reading more because I have books with me at all times. The Entourage Edge puts an e-reader and a tablet together. The device is really set up for the integration of the two systems so that you can actually take uh, web-based uh, content and attach it into a book or you can have a book that actually references a video and will play the video. Industry experts expect more than six million e-readers and tablets to be sold in the U.S. alone this year. Haven Daily, The Associated Press, Las Vegas. So, uh, so I do admit we we have a Kindle. Uh, bought that about a year ago. Uh, be curious to see the uh, the Barnes and Noble Nook. Uh, the geeks know there what I'm talking about. And of course, at the end of this month, the uh, Apple iTablet or, or iTablet or iSlate or whatever is going to be coming out. Uh, of course, at the, at the end of this month, so that'll be interesting too. But hey, as you can as you can probably uh, figure out, I'm more into uh, podcasts and to. Uh, <laughs> Into audiobooks, <laughs> so uh, so that's kind of where I lean there. But uh, but if you are uh, into the uh, e-books, you know, uh, uh, and I know uh, older people will uh, be uh, really into that, especially when you get your new lenses. Here's a story about uh, getting new lenses with uh, HD vision. If I can find it here on my switchboard. Uh, let's see. Uh, here it is uh, right now. When Jill Balfour started having vision problems, she was worried she wouldn't ever see things the same way again. And she was right. It's incredible. I think it's, I mean, it's way forward, really, isn't it? British surgeons have begun using a new type of lens implant, which can give patients high-definition eyesight, even better than 20-20 vision. Change is so precise and accurate, we can actually make the lens bifocal or very focal as well. So in addition to giving them good vision at distance, we can actually give them good vision for reading, intermediate and distance, so they won't need their glasses at all. The process involves replacing the patient's own lens with the artificial one, made from a special light-sensitive silicone. Balfour was one of the first patients to be fitted with the lens, and she's very happy with the results. It's incredible, I think, absolutely incredible to think it's being tailor-made for yourself, you know, and um, in any imperfections, they can sort of match them and that sort of thing. I think it's incredible. Doctors say the lens can be reshaped with ultraviolet light until patients have perfect vision. Mark Hamrick, The Associated Press. So, so that, uh, that uh, ends that segment there. I was... Trying to find a song here. Oh, here we go. Uh, it's hard to believe that uh, 42 minutes have already uh, went by here. We're going to have one more segment. Getting ready for the top of the hour. The flagship show here on Blog Talk Radio. The Annie Burrow Live Show coming up right after this show. BlogTalkRadio.com slash Annie Burrow Talk. I'll take uh, one more break, and uh, we'll be talking about blogs after this, uh, some interesting blogs that I have uh, read here, and uh, going to be some of them uh, about some people in the chat room here. So <laughs> we'll be right back on a Saturday night here on the Dr. Anonymous Show. We'll be right back. 
tiger snoo. What happened last night? <gasps> Did they dream of mauling zebras? Or Holly Berry in her catwoman suit? Nobody's seen Doug. He's not here. Oh, shit. Don't you worry, you pretty striped head. We're gonna get you back to Tyson and your cozy tiger bed. And then we're gonna find our best friend Doug. And then we're gonna give him a best friend hug. Who was that guy? You're so mean. I married a whore! What is going on? But if he's been murdered by crystal meth tweakers... No! In the face! In the face! No! Well, then we're shit out of luck. I'm gonna beat ya! <laughs> Rough night? So what do you guys got under there? Tanger. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Dr. Dobbins Show live here on Block Talk Radio. That's my annoying, that's the annoying radio voice right there. <laughs> 14 minutes left in the show here. I didn't want to uh, just talk about some blogs here because uh, I've slowly been getting back into uh, reading blogs. I haven't been getting back into writing blogs yet because I'm a slacker. <laughs> uh, but when I first got into social media, I was blogging a lot, a lot. And uh, this is back in uh, 2006. Uh, but something interesting uh, that I have seen, some of my friends and buddies out there, they're participating in this uh, Project 365 uh, photo blog type of thing. And uh, I, think it's, I think it's good stuff. Uh, I am fascinated by people that can, uh, can do this, uh, take pictures and put words to it. It is... Uh, it is uh, it is it is good stuff. <laughs> uh, and uh, let's see here. So I'm going to start here with uh, uh, with the Burl because I know he's going to be uh, getting ready for his show here. Uh, so uh, so his photo blog is Life of the Burl in 365 surround. <laughs> and uh, if, if you're uh, if you're listening on the archives here, it's uh, 365 those numbers of burl.blogspot.com and uh, he has a picture from Wednesday, January 6th and it's titled uh, Almost Like the French Connection <laughs> and he has underneath it, but much slower. This is the view you'll have uh, driving under the L tracks in downtown Chicago. Quite an experience. <laughs> so uh, I remember driving uh, driving through there when I had uh, when I had my car there when I drove up there that was always uh, interesting and uh, I think I'll just drop this here in the chat room here I think the audio may have uh, caught up to that uh, but yeah people are now self promoting in my chat room that's uh, that's awesome. <laughs> got uh, 12 minutes left here. Yes, I will uh, talk about our good friend Jay Man. He is at. Uh, <laughs> 
cynicalbtsd.blogspot.com. Here's a post this week from January 6th. It's titled Slip Sliding Away, and I can't believe I'm going to read this, but I'm going to read this. I'm going to at least read the first paragraph here. Uh, so the weather here has been pretty shit-tastic this week. I'm just reading it. We got about four inches of snow and then uh, finishing off about a solid hour of sleet and freezing drizzle on top of it. And after several days of temps not even making above 25 degrees, now we're being told to expect more snow uh, and ice tonight. If you see over there on the J-Man blog, you have some pretty good pictures over there. Pretty good pictures over there of snow and ice. Glad I'm not going to be driving on that stuff. That's kind of crazy. Of course, the next one down, uh, the next post down there is uh, the embarrassment of me uh, losing the uh, fantasy football Super Bowl. <laughs> you can see, you can see the score that I just completely was awful there. So, uh, <laughs> so you can uh, check that out. And uh, let's see, who else do I have here? Oh, I have, uh, I'm going to talk about Dana here. Dana here has, uh, her blog is called uh, amidlifecrises.blogspot.com. This is from January 5th. It's called, Is This the New Math? Can we all agree that there was never a year zero? I think Autobox will be uh, buying into this, too. Uh, Let's see. Oh, I can't even read this. I know, I know. No one really gives a hippopotamus poop unless you happen to be anal retentive, retentive, uh, literal thinking, math geek like me. Come on. I know I've got to, to have at least one reader who can empathize with my struggle to let the truth be known. I'm tired of magazines, newspapers, television shows, and blogs, and radio shows compiling their best of decade list because the decade isn't over. <laughs> That's right, people. Just admit it. There was no year zero. <laughs> no, I won't be one of those crazy Republicans who claims you're a Jesus hater if you consider 2010-2010 MMX to be the dawn of a new decade. But I will call you wrong. The first decade was a 10-year span from year one to year 10, the first century. A 100-year span from 1 to 100. And, uh, yes, that means the first millennium was the years 1 to 1,000. So why are you all insisting the decade ends when the last New Year's number is zero? The chat room is starting to go nuts on this deal now. (laughs) So I will let all of you sort that out. And uh, the last blog here I will be uh, reading, I will be reading from, <laughs> uh, is from uh, our good friend Dom, Dom the Weirdo King. You can find him, uh, his, his title of his, if you haven't, uh, haven't checked that out yet, it's called Getting Down with the King. He also has a Project 365 blog. And uh, let's see, his is blogspot.com. This is from Thursday, January 7th, and the title is... Uh, Snow, snow, snow. Hey, all Domino here once again. Today, something happened. It snowed. I started the day as usual at work, and the day progressed on. So did the weather. So bad that our work was closed for the day, and I went home. For most of the rest of the day, I spent it relaxing and enjoying not dealing with any angry customers. Seeing the snow brought back memories when I was a kid, playing with it, growing up, living at my grandmother's house. Playing with the street uh, industry with my aunt. Fun times. 
Well, seven days down, 358 to go. I'm uh, how I am doing so far. I hope I'm entertaining. Until next time, stay hard, keep jamming. We'll see you. Peace. That is from Domino, the Weirdo King. So that was kind of fun. I, I think I'll uh, I think I'll highlight some blogs here at the end of the show uh, you know, on Saturday night, just to kind of give some shout outs to people who. Uh, who are doing some blogs there. I know a uh, good man, a good friend of friggin' Ben with the Q. He has the mind of friggin' Ben with the Q, and he hasn't posted for a while. That's okay, because, you know, I don't post either. <laughs> and also The Burl, Musings of The Burl. And I know Kimmy out there has a blog as well. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I think T-Ray still does his video, uh, video postings there every, every once in a while. T-Rave dot com and i got seven minutes left i think i'm going to be ending the show here a little bit early getting you all ready for the indian borough live show at the top of the hour here on block talk radio blogtalkradio.com slash andy borough talk and after that at midnight eastern time you're not going to sleep we all know that you can join the auto box show here on block talk radio at midnight eastern time and tomorrow night 9 p.m eastern time Llama 80, and if you haven't heard it yet, you can check out their show from last night on the archives where I physically, literally took over the show for the first, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes. So you want to listen to that because that is good stuff. That's good radio, I'm telling you. <laughs> and if you haven't checked it out already, our good friend Rock Dog has come back to Blog Talk Radio. Uh, and his show is Tuesday nights, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time because before the hugely popular Radio Happy Hour with uh, Dr. Blogstein. I think I covered everybody there. I think I, I think I promoted everybody here. This is the self-promotion show that I'm stealing from the Llama 80 <laughs> from the Llama 80 show there. So I think that's it, kids. Uh, let me find some uh, some music to uh, get out of here. And uh, I will say uh, good night. My next show will be on Thursday coming up, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on Blog Talk Radio. And uh, let's see. I think I will head out of here with uh, this song from my favorite. <laughs> Movie of the moment here, The Hangover, and, uh, oh, yes, Dr. Anonymous Q. There you go. <laughs> I will say good night here from the Dr. Anonymous show here at the Dr. Anonymous Com World Headquarters here. I almost said compound. Uh, but that's it. That's all I got. I will uh, talk to you all very soon. Good night, everybody. Yeah. Uh-huh. I take you to the candy shop I let you lick the lollipop Go ahead, girl, don't you stop Keep on going till you hit the spot Oh, you can have it your way How do you want it? Gonna back that thing up or should I push up on it? Break it down for you now, baby, it's simple You be a nympho, I'll be a nympho Got the magic stick, I'm the love doctor Your friend sees me about the front Hey, my man. Excuse me, but I'm expecting my husband any minute. Very funny. Come here. Oh, how was your soccer game? 
seconds uh, of the show here so yeah now now really really hey Jude, don't make- 